Maybe then you can see me and I can see you Maybe then we'll come together as a people Tired of the pain cause it ain't new Let's come together as a people Even if we don't share the same view Welcome to the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. On this show, we look at all problems affecting the world and we discuss how we can solve them using the character of Jesus, unity, and decentralization of resources available to us. The character of Jesus, or as I like to call them, the Jesus character principles, are principles that whether you are a Christian or not, we can all agree on these principles. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jaef.foundation. We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? What are the obstacles? What resources do we need? And what resources do we have? But most importantly, do these solutions and resources pass the character test, the nine Jesus character principles? If yes, then we move on to collaboration. What does this look like? This show is a platform to get the ball rolling on as many problems affecting the world as we can. We want to go beyond just talking about problems. So after the show, we collaborate by acting. First, we open the discussion floor to our listeners. Then we decentralize and open source all of our resources from brain power, manpower, utilities to capital. Before every episode, I like to ask our viewers and listeners, do you ever ask yourself, where are we going? Where is this world going? Time keeps on ticking, the day ends, a new dawn arises, and life goes on. But what is our destination? Do we have any global objectives that unite us when it comes to things like food, security, healthcare, education, or standard of living? It's a fair question to ask. If you work for a company or work for yourself, you have a general idea about your company's vision. Goal. So what is our goal, our overarching vision as the current residents of this planet? What role is your company, your city, your country playing in the big picture? And what role are you who's listening to this playing in this big picture? Welcome to the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. It's under our spiritual category, 
You can find the full list of topics we shall cover under this category on our website, jf.foundation. That is jaef.foundation. In this series, we break down the human anatomy into its parts, spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit being who has a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions, and you live in a body. We dive into the meaning and purpose of each part and how these three parts, your spirit, your soul, and your body work together. We talk about two distinct lifestyles, a life lived from the inside out versus a life lived from the outside in. Living from the inside out means living from your spirit outwardly, whereas living from the outside in means living from the flesh, your body, inside out. What does this mean? Well, here's an example to consider. A person who lives outside in depends on external gratification or triggers of happiness from their environment, such as compliments from people, going shopping, going to a party, or material possessions such as houses, cars, to be happy. The hope is, their hope is that the feeling of this happiness generated when they do something or possess something will give them that inner peace, joy, you know, peace of mind or peace of heart. On the contrary, a person who lives from the inside out is one who, no matter what the external circumstances present, be it good or bad, they will still maintain their peace of mind peace of heart and they have that inner joy. This person's mood, attitude or livelihood and joy are independent of any external experience or possession. You can put it this way. One is driven by happiness and happiness is actually a feeling that is triggered by the external surrounding or circumstances and experiences. Whereas the other person is driven by joy which is internally generated. So with the pandemic and the rise of this mental health epidemic and the unrest that is happening all around the globe, now more than ever might be the best time to check which system you're running on. However, we're being faced with this dilemma. There is one part of our human anatomy that is the human spirit which is the power source of everything. It can't be satisfied or fed with anything that the world has to offer. In fact, no amount of compliments, clothing, vacations, drugs, sex, money, cars, alcohol, promotions, career accomplishments and achievements, or social status, none of these can satisfy the human spirit. So maybe Jesus was right when he said to the Samaritan woman by the well in John chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. This is what he said to her. Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. He then followed this up with his saying in John chapter 6, verses 63. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are a spirit and they are life. So with the pressure mounting from each corner of the globe, now more than ever might be the best time to check how you're living your life, whether that's from the inside out or from the outside in. 
You see, even Christians who have heard of this teaching so many times often find themselves falling back into the trap of the outside-in lifestyle. They depend on external surroundings, circumstances, and experiences for their source of happiness, and they forget that it's the joy of the Lord which is their strength. One question now remains, or I have one question for you. Are you willing to listen to these words of wisdom from the creator of your spirit? Are you willing to incline to his words, which are the only thing that can satisfy your spirit? The objective of this series is, as we trade along in this series of spirit, soul, and body, is to learn how we can live from the inside out instead of outside in. So bring these words along with you. Remember when Jesus said, Whoever drinks of this water, the water that this world offers, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. You asked me to let go, but I thought I knew better. Afraid of surrender and what I don't know. I've always had a plan, but now I'm so weary. And I can't see clearly, I forgot who I am. So make my eyes, your eyes, my ears, your ears, my tears, your tears. And won't you make my hands, your hands, my feet, your feet, my dreams, your dreams. I give up control. Bank account full, but your mind's like a mosh pit I got money too, but kept my peace in the process Seek God first and let him elevate our prospects But that was not my intent, money's not my motivation I just wanna know God and be in God's house Like Jacob when he dozed off Front lines like a nose guard Where it's cold enough to get your face froze off the Most high desires mercy, he is so merciful All things work together, he is so purposeful Jesus sacrifices life for you, you're so worth it to him He is all we need, you see this world, there's no virtue to it at least no virtue apart from the things that God established Justice and mercy, His rulership isn't autocratic My life's changed significant so I feel dramatic And still submit cause God's will isn't automatic People wanna get like me But what they don't know is When you go home and get behind closed doors Man you hit the floor and what they can't
This is episode 5 of the Spirit, Soul and Body series. This episode is a continuation of the last episode. It's all part of the same recording. We continue the discussion with our guest Tolu on a range of subjects relating to our human anatomy, how we are spirit beings who have a soul and live in a body. We're talking about how to live from the inside out instead of outside in and how this cascades into the mental health epidemic. We're also contrasting some of the world's meditation styles with biblical meditation. We hope this episode blesses your heart. So open up your heart and mind and let's dive in. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're live. Uh, welcome back from the break. And uh, things had really got interesting. Uh, our guest for today had really opened up this kind of worms about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is so... There's so much to talk about marriage that... Uh, we 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 will have uh, in the next session. We will we'll start marriage from there. Uh, we'll talk about business and and so many other things. So we we just want want to kind of find an exit, and then on the next episode, on the next session when we sit down again, we'll we'll, we'll jump into some things like marriage. But the 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 primary the <clears throat> The, pre the what we're really talking about here is 
we're contrasting how life is, how, how, how we get to live life from the inside out versus from the outside in. And we're just using different examples in the world or like different things that apply to our daily lives. I know we've spent so much time talking about meditation and this whole social media influence, but now we were even talking about things like marriage and we you, you, just briefly to talk about this. And we're saying most people like right now, uh, I know this is just not out in the world. I know, I know this is very common among us people who are non-believers, but also people who believe in God, you know, people who look at their marriage partners as going to be the source of their happiness. Mm. And that there, there comes this outside in again. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's true. Um, I mean, I have no, I, I would say my, my words don't necessarily, um, hold that much weight because I'm, I'm not married yet. I mean, I'm on that road, but I would say that um, I like to put it as simply as his word says, and I think Psalm 146 that says that, um, you know, don't put your trust in, in princes or in, in man in whom there is no deliverance. Yeah. You know? So I like to put it that way, you know. So in some, in some cases, we look to, you know, people around us, friends, family, let's say, let's just expand this a little bit just so that it's not just a marriage, but you can look at your friends and your family as your source of hope and your source of peace and your source of strength and your source of everything that once they're all right, then I'll be all right. Then, but the, that word, that the scripture in Psalm 146 says, well, there is no deliverance in man. There's no safety in man, you know? And this, and it's actually very true because we're the same people that might say we like chocolate ice cream today and then like vanilla tomorrow. You know? <laughs> so we we don't have our, our decisions are very very um, uh, uh, dependent on maybe emotional mood swings depending on how we feel. Sometimes yeah. we, try, we, we might we might just you know feeling lucky we, we might try mint mint chocolate. You know. <laughs> You know, yeah. so I'm just saying this in ice cream terms, but in life's decisions, it's also the same. Um, you, you place your hopes in a human being and then they make a different decision than what you hoped. Then that feels like, wow, your whole world's coming, crashing down. But also in Psalm 146, it says that blessed is he who has the ale. The ale, Hebrew word for ale is the mighty one of Jacob as his help. That yeah. is the God, the God of Jacob has his help. Blessed is he that has the God of Jacob as his help. Blessed is she, you can say, you can put anyone you want to put, you know, yourself. Blessed am I that has the God of Jacob as my help. And the latter part of that verse is like, in whose expectancy, whose hopes is in, in, in the Lord. It says in, in KJV, it says the Lord, but you say in Yahuwah, his Elohim, or, you know, Yahweh, his Elohim. Yes. Yahweh, his God. And, you know, so, so what we're talking about is expectancy and hope, you know. Where are you placing your expectancy? Are you placing it in somebody else? You know, maybe in the marriage sense, maybe you're placing it in your, in that, well, for those heading towards marriage, like myself, 
um, are we placing it in that person that when that person comes, then my life will be fixed? You know, that might be a destination that you're thinking of, but is that going to fulfill you? No, because, well, man cannot give you deliverance. Man cannot give you salvation. Oh, that that is... Oh, this is so... Brother, this is so good. We probably need 24 hours to... to, to <laughs> Um, I, I was, I, I know you say that, uh, your words might not carry weight, but, uh, sometimes we can, you, you know, it's very interesting. Um, the part in Job, well, Job, what one of his friends said that the reason he didn't speak out is because he thought that people who had gone, who had experienced things had the most wisdom about it. Right. But yeah. here's the thing. If someone has experience in something and they have not been successful at it, that doesn't mean that their words still, maybe unless they're telling you about what not to do, but we can look at some successful marriages in, in our circles. And I know that um, I've heard, I, I was listening to some like marriage counseling um, I'm also preparing myself. I listen to, I, I think it's very, it's very interesting. I, I listening to uh, uh, these, these, these relationship uh, counseling sessions for couples and people who are going to get married or planning to. And one of the things that I heard was uh, there was really, and I, I think this can be like a reality check for a lot of for a lot of you if you know you're married. Is one of the guys, one of the panelists, say, the moment you start to heap all this expectation on your on your partner, you've set up this marriage for disaster and failure, and it works both ways. The moment you start to look at your husband as a source of your happiness, and you know, it's one thing for just, I, 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 always, I always say that, listen, it's okay for you to say, you know what, God, I think it will be romantic that my, you know, the, your provision comes to my husband, you know, that you are, you know, put it, put it on my husband's heart, put it on my partner's heart to send me like, uh, you know, send me a card or send me flowers at work or things like that. But anyway, th this expectation that your fulfillment in life is going to come now that you have your husband or that you have a wife and you're putting all your expectation and happiness on her. I, I think it's also now, if you look at it from the, from the, male, from, from the male side of, you know, from the man's perspective, if you, if you are putting all your fulfillment and satisfaction of your life and you're heaping it on your wife and you're looking at her body as that's going to be the source of your happiness and satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Oh, you are setting yourself up for disaster because now you start to pile up all of this physical, this physical weight on her. You see, you see where problems come in sure. because now, again, if you're leaving from the outside in, then if what you see on social media on like some other women out there who are who are trying to go after 
how the world has portrayed uh, what a sexy body is. And that's how you're leaving. That's where you're getting your default information from. And you come back and now you've already heaped this expectation on your wife that maybe you're thinking that maybe uh, sex is going to be the source of like this, this satisfaction. But we, we figured out that there's a certain satisfaction that's only spiritual that you can only, you know, satisfy with God. But now if you know, if he's not your default source of happiness and satisfaction, then you, you, you putting, you're drawing your wife out into some muddy waters because you're putting, it's okay for, for a couple to have kind of like a, 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 a fit expectation, a healthy lifestyle expectation from both of yourselves. Mm. But I think when you start to put those expectations, as you're saying, in Psalms 146, then vice versa. And it's happening. There's a lot of people who are not married right now. Yeah. And the reason is because they don't see that person as a sufficient source of happiness for them. I think, I firmly believe that one of the biggest problems to why this generation, why we have people's finding it very hard to find soulmates, if you want to call it that, is because both parties, men are looking for women. The, 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 they have this pile of expectations and they're looking for a woman who can carry those expectations. And I think a lot of them are physical and, 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 and now when you go the other side, there's a lot of women who have built up these expectations of where, of how the, their happiness is going to come through a certain type of man. Mm. And, and, and now they're looking for a man who can carry those expectations. Mm. And, and we're saying that the scripture here clearly is telling us, again, this is why when you have a final authority, this is when this can trump what the world has painted for you or maybe what your beliefs are. Because it's saying, put not your trust in princes, nor in the son of man in whom there is no help. And we're saying, blessed is, the, blessed is he that, ha, that has the God of Jacob for his help, for his hope is in the Lord, his God. And I know in Psalm 62, it'll say David's talking to his soul and saying, my soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. So when you, when you start dealing with issues, this is the problem. When you, when you live an outside-in type of lifestyle instead of inside-out, so now you are, you, you are married, and now you're dealing with issues at work. You're dealing with issues about maybe your body image. You're dealing with issues, uh, just normal life issues are happening. And you're still saying, why am I not happy and yet I'm married? And you're expecting your husband to be the source of this gratitude. And, and I think we've lost the whole meaning of who a partner is. And, and you know, in the next session, it'll be interesting to, to hear about <laughs> yeah. you, and your, you, you and your fiance are kind of like, 
doing, trying to say, hey, we're in love and we're, we're here to support each other, basically fulfill uh, God's, what, you know, God's purpose for our lives, you know, walking our destiny. But we're, we're not here, like, I'm not going to be the source of your, you know, like, yeah, it'll, it'll be really interesting, but it's really interesting. You know, to, just to kind of to, to put it this way, we're not here to, you know, when someone says, "Oh, you complete me," no, you, we're not here to complete each other. You should already be whole when you're walking into marriage. Yes, you're a whole person. You should be whole because of the presence of the Father in you. You know, you should be whole in your daily walk with the, whether you're single or marriage, married, you don't need another person to complete you. And think, I think that's, that's what the word is saying. Maybe for those rushing into marriage and looking into like, well, do I need to, I need to have someone in my life to, no, you don't need to have someone in your life. You need the father's presence in your life. And that's what makes you whole. And then if, it's if he wants, if he has a design for you and that marriage is part of that picture, no problem. Then he will find someone that is a suitable, um, suitable help meet for whatever goal the father has in store, you know. So um, I think it's for us to, to really start to understand the aspect of, well, what completes me? It's not another person. Just to look at this holistically again. Is, um, our expectations, you, you can't get completed by just whatever you do or who you're, like, you know, humanely who you're with. And you can't get completed by whatever achievements you have. You can't get completed by anything else but the Father's presence, the Father's Son and His presence being inside of you, you know, yes. living life with you. That's what completes you. That's what makes you whole. There's no greater feeling than that. You know, that's the, that's the good news that we have a relationship with him that is available to us that no other, no other avenue on earth can provide. You know, that's the beauty of this relationship. You are completed from the inside out. Yes. You're, you're completed to become a sturdy sure house that though the storms come, that is, though the world comes, though your flesh comes, though your emotions sway, you will stay steady because you are built on a rock, that rock being Yeshua, that rock being Jesus, right? So that is, that is the beauty of this relationship of what we present to you that is available to anyone who is in need of that, that you can be complete. You can be whole. You can have your life in order again. It doesn't have to be, then I get this, when I get this, then I get that. You can be in his presence and he will lead you to what you need. Because we don't need, all the wants we have don't complete us. But the Father knows what you need at every point in time. And he always anticipates. And then leads you to a meaningful life. A life that is where you as a completed person are walking, walking, fulfilling, growing in that fulfillment. So um, it's a lot more. There's a cascading effect. I will tell you that, you know, 
as you learn more, you, it increases your yearning, increases your hunger, increases your capacity, and it increases it increases your joy, increases your 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 desire to know more, even. You know, so that that is what the beauty of this relationship is. That is what is being presented to us. And of course, specifically on each sphere of life, we begin to see how it really starts to take light. Marriage being one example. Yeah, well, you go to that, yeah. right? But you know, if we if we take if we take that component out and go into a different sphere of life, we can also see how that also brings light into that. Because that's that if you look at what I what just said, what what, what I just said, or if you hear what I just said, brings light into it. Yes. Um you, you brought light into it. Light doesn't come from outside. You bring the light. That's 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 something that is I'm I'm still growing in that as well. I have to remind myself that that light is gonna come from from within yeah from within from your spirit from your spirit it's it's not going to come from the outside but uh just as uh as as we take as as we as we take this exit um just an, just another example that we'll we'll look at in the in the next sit down that we have is i know we've been talking about inside out all from like a spiritual standpoint and, 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 and as a human being, but you did mention something about business and you can tell that there's a very big difference. Even in the business world, companies that started off inside out versus companies decided out outside in all companies that started off inside out are went on to become, you know, successful versus companies that are outside out. What do I mean? All companies that started out with, who are we? And answering that question saying, what kind of company are we? You know, we are building a product to, yes, we want our product to end up in your hands, which is sales. But if you walk into these boardrooms and you talk to different companies, and even from my own startup experience, Anytime you set your eyes on, if, 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 if the goal of, of, of the company is, well, we just want to sell, let's say, 100,000 units. If, if that's where you start off and another company says, we are just not trying to sell you things. We are building something that 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 helps us even us you know the, the the best ideas always start actually from the inside you know the yeah. founder themselves has a problem so you can see that the innovation cycle started from within the company yeah it was the founder who had a problem <clears throat> and came up with something that can solve their solution and then it started expanding out that innovation that product that service started expanding out to solve other people's problems. Now, there are some people who have been able to do it where they were not directly related to the problem and they started outside in, but those are very few. And every company that most companies that fail always start from the outside in. 
it's mm-hmm. it's it's you're trying to do for somebody else, you're trying to please someone else instead of a founder who is associated with this problem and it starts yeah. from the inside out. That that's that's you know those that, those that's companies, very true. That's that, very true. That start from the inside, the companies that you love today. They and I know it's very easy along the way. They get off track and and they start doing outside in, where the only thing they focus on is selling units and units, and they lose their identity. And we see this with a lot of companies that were very good, had very good products, but the moment they started selling so many of those products, then their focus changed from continuing to solve problems as the driving factor of innovation versus selling product as a driving factor, they 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 eventually uh, collapse. We, we see today. I'm not going to name names today, but uh, we can talk about it in a, <laughs> another time. But you look around. You look around the products you use and all some of the companies that you 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 relate to on the day to day, and you will see that this also applies in a business standpoint. If this is that applicable in the business world. How much more when we're talking about something that deals with our livelihood? Yeah, um, yeah this is um, they, there's any 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 kind of like closing points. Kind of like you can leave us on a cliffhanger somewhere to pick up. <laughs> or- I would just say that I would just say that um, this is we just we just open the door on this, and I pray that whoever is listening to this. That you're not just listening with um, your your brain rationalizing this and trying to um, you know come back with uh, rebuttals. Well, I believe this is this, but actually, you know, be like the the word says, be like the Bereans. You know, they they go into the scriptures. They went in to test and see if everything that Paul, I think Paul and Barnabas were saying was true. You know, so go and see. You know, you know how how did um. Um, uh, I think it was Nathaniel who was sitting on the tree, under the tree and, and his friend comes to tell him that, you know, I've seen, he's seen the Messiah and he's like, nah, nah you know, you're joking and what did he say? Come and see Yeah, you know, he said, come and see yeah. so, You know, we too we are saying this <clears throat> come and see come and see like, um, it's for yourself See <laughs> for yourself, you know don't take my word for it. Um, it it's, you can believe this and you can take it to your friends and you know, discuss it, but it will not be your own. But I, I implore you and whoever is listening, believer or unbeliever, if you have a need, you're listening. I believe that you'll be blessed. I believe that you'll be filled. I believe that he will touch your heart. But I believe that he's inviting you to come and see. Come and see, and yeah, you 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 basically um, ch- uh, thrown out a challenge. Like, come and see, come and taste for yourself. We, Tolu and myself, are both speaking from experience. I know that yes, for all my my, my whole life, uh, you know, I've I've always been a Christian. But I'll tell you this. I, 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 at one point I was just doing religion. I never had a relationship with God. I was just doing religion. I just believe what people said. I never really understood that you could talk to God, build a relationship with him, put him front and center, 
I never had any knowledge about this whole spirit, soul, body stuff, biblical meditation. I have read, I, one day, you know, I I think I'll just keep all these books just, you know, so that, you know, I can always look back. I have probably read over like 30 health books, self-help books. I've done this. I've downloaded the meditation apps. I've been in deep waters that, let me tell you, these coming sounds, they weren't the answer. Mm-hmm. I found the truth. I found it in biblical meditation. I I realized that even when I was a Christian and just doing religion, because I grew up on that, before I really anchored my spirit with, with and started communicating directly with the spirit of God that lives in me, my life was very different. I was prone to addictions. I, 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 didn't, I was trying to move on this thing called willpower and I was just in defeat. And my life was changed. And with so much ease, when I started realizing I've dealt with depression, I've dealt with anxiety. So we're, we're not just talking as just people on the outside looking at other people dealing with and saying, oh, no, 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 we've been there. And we're telling you, this is the way that this is the way people are winning battles. If you want to win battles, come get the real stuff. Let's stop. Let's stop playing around with spirit, soul, body. We are spirit beings and we have to um, understand that without your spirit, you're in a morgue. So that means your spirit is life. Once your spirit leaves your body, you, you, you have no use. So if the spirit is the source of life, this should be the focal point of everything that we're talking about in life, everywhere. And we know that people are dealing with a lot of mental health issues right now. I know we're dealing with a, with, with a pandemic, but brothers and sisters, we are dealing with an epidemic and it is just raging up. And it has no respect whether you're 50, whether you're a teenager, this mental health thing, it will take you out. And I'm telling you, you're going to need something stronger than sit in a specific position and listen to calming sounds. I've tried that. I didn't have too much victory. All you're going to have to do is keep on renewing your membership. There's real stuff that we're talking about. I'll leave it at that. Brother, it's always yeah. a pleasure to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> this, this has really blessed my heart. And I... Look forward to having you on here again, and we'll we'll dive deeper. I think on on the next sit down, I think we're we're gonna use more examples of now. Okay, how you know, kind of like r- more real life examples, like we were talking about, and say if you're in a scenario like this, mm. how do you how do you lean on the spirit of God? And then also we just continue to share more about uh, spiritual awareness, the the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. Just as a takeaway for you, for, every, for if you're listening, remember, this is who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is the comforter, is the spirit of truth. They are a counselor, a helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, and standby. That means anything else that you need them to do. This is the benefit of when you align your spirit with the spirit of God. Brother, once again, thank you so much. It's good to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me on here. Yeah.
You're always welcome. And we'll see you on the next one. All right. Okay. Ciao. God bless you. Shalom. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our discussion with our guest Tolu on the subject of spirit, soul, and body. How to live from the inside out instead of outside in. We understand that life can be challenging. However, if you choose to live from the outside in, then you're always going to live by a roller coaster of emotions. Our feelings, which are a derivative of our thoughts and exposure, can easily be tossed back and forth like waves. Mood swings are inevitable if we focus on external triggers of happiness, swinging in the direction of its presence or absence. This leaves you prone to attack from mental health illnesses whenever the power source of your happiness is an external trigger. Learning how to do life independent of dopamine triggers such as shopping, buying a new car, buying a new house, going to a party, Instagram likes, substance abuse, puts you back in the driving seat towards living from the inside out, that is, from your spirit outwards. Remember, we are spirit beings, we have a soul, our mind, our will, and emotions, and we live in a body. The spirit part of you can only be satisfied by a spiritual source. And as Jesus said, whoever drinks of this water, water from this world, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. We hope you've been encouraged to start living from the inside out. This was episode 5 of the Spirit, Soul and Body series. Your host for today was Calvin Cavander. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. Everybody wants a blessing, but do you know who to bless it all? Everybody wants a blessing. Yeah, yeah, I hold the mic like a memory, and I pray for my enemies. Yeah, yeah, I even do it on bended knees with both eyes closed. Now that's some vulnerability. My memoir will be written in balls with beats knocking so hard it got you seeing stars. In the heavens is where my possessions are Take what I have, I got more in the reservoir Don't store treasures where moth and rust get them Bitten by the snake but immune to the venom Might look a little worn like a pair of washed denim I've been washed by the crusher of the devil Coming like a thief and the score gets settled The Lord is my shepherd, I sleep in green meadows uh, Peacemaker, fighting for fake gates The hell won't prevail, be patient and wait What? Yeah, cause everybody wants a blessing but do you know who to bless it all? Everybody wants a blessing. But do you know who to bless it all? One time it's like this, yeah Born again and I mourn over sin Not just what's in the world but also what's within So poor in spirit I can't make amends Yet the Lord says that I'm blessed I
follow the man of sorrows in a land of bravado with a hottie curse guard with the breath that they borrow i seek first his kingdom not anxious for tomorrow but i know hope deferred is a hard pill to swallow thirsty for righteousness it's so dry in this desert desperate voices crying out in the wilderness we will find what we seek and the earth will be inherited by the meek yeah yeah the narrow road can be lonely but i could be lowly without saying what was me even when persecutors wrong you remember what kingdom you belong to yeah cause everybody wants a blessing but do you know who to bless it all everybody wants a blessing but do you know who to bless it all he said unto them but who say ye that i am and simon peter answered and said